It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. As you can tell, we are with the amazing Simon Marcel, French oh. romance expert. There's only one amazing host in here, and that's Angie Taylor. Oh, you're very sweet. That, 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 yes, and I'm your humble servant. Uh, well, hey, Simon. Yes. I, I want to announce uh, that we have a new affiliate tonight. So yes. let's welcome from 100.3 WNIC in Detroit. Thank you so much for signing on with The Rendezvous. Yes, thank you for having us on your station, Detroit. WNIC, it's a legend. Yes. And we are very proud. We are so proud. Very excited. I love know. Detroit, and I'm so happy to have you guys on. And if you've never listened to The Rendezvous on your iHeartMedia apps, let me just explain. We are a show that is all about love and romance and dating. You're going to hear music as well during this show. But uh, in between, we will give you love advice, dating mm-hmm. advice. If you're married, if you're single, if you're on t- Tinder, if you're on these apps, if you're going crazy in your relationship right now, whatever it is. Yes. We would love to give you some advice. Simon is a romance expert. He is from France. I mean, that is the birthplace of romance. That, 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 that's where I've learned it from my father in Paris. In yes. Paris. So and that's- you are single, Simon. I am single. Looking for my true love, by yes. the way. Yes. Angie, you are not single. You are madly in love with your husband, Jason. Yes, I've been married for six years. I have a 12-year-old daughter. Yes. And I am very, uh, how would I say this? Mm, I will sh- I'm the friend that wants to shake you back into reality when you're doing something crazy. And how about that? That and the most funny, entertaining woman on Whoa. the American radio Whoa. that I've Whoa. ever heard. Whoa. And you're about to discover the magic and energy of <laughs> Angie Taylor. Wow, wow. Don't Stick oversell around. it. Under promise, over deliver, Simon. We're going to well. have to learn that term. Well, listen, <laughs> there's there's something we spoke about on our last show, and I know Detroit did not hear, but everybody else did. So I want to catch everyone up and continue this conversation about money oh, yes. in relationships mm-hmm. because it's something we all fight about when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You can hit us up anytime at 855-905-8255. Our phone lines are open. Mm -hmm. Shout out to WNIC in Detroit, listening for the first time tonight. Yes, bonjour Detroit. Thank you for being with us. So Simon, on our last show, we were talking a lot about money in relationships. You know it's the number one thing everybody fights about. Number one thing. Number one thing. And you had a question about how my husband and I handled finances. I said, you know, when we moved in together, we talked about it right away. Mm-hmm. I had an outstanding IRS bill. Hi, IRS. We're all caught up. Don't try looking into anything. <laughs> but that's, you know, a nerve-wracking thing to bring into a relationship because it was a few thousand dollars. It wasn't a hundred yeah. bucks. Yeah. And, and the, his reaction was? His reaction was amazing. And it was, hey, we'll figure it out. Let's budget for it. We'll pay it off in a few months, and then we'll never have to think about it again. How refreshing was that conversation instead of an, oh, my God, this is going to ruin my credit. How how, how are we going to pay for this? And at that same time, we were also wedding planning and saving for our wedding. So the fact that he was so cool about it uh, really set the tone for how we dealt with money in our relationship. We're very open about it. He likes to gamble. 
I like to shop sometimes. <laughs> However, we're very open. We say, hey, I want to spend this much on this. I've loaned money to family. He's loaned money to friends. It's always an open discussion. But you had a great question at the end of our last show that I wanted to get back to because I think this is more of the common thread in relationships. Yes. I mean, Angie, we have to um, to disclose the fact that you and Jason are about making the same money more or less. Mm-hmm. So there's an equality from, th- from the beginning and with that comes an, an understanding of each other. Now, in many relationships, Angie, it's not the case. Uh, well, from the beginning of time, there was the man working only, housewife stayed at home. The things have changed. Women work a lot now. And sometimes women make more money than men. And when that happens, Angie, so I was going to ask you that. If let's say you made 10 times or 20 times what Jason would make, mm-hmm. would you also take from him, you think, the same questioning of what you spent because you bring so much more at home? How would be your reaction then? Well, I think uh, if I was making way more than him, or even if he didn't have a job right now, let's say he's unemployed for the moment, because we're married, I don't think I would think differently about it. If we were just dating, I think I would be cool with it for a moment. Here's a great example. Okay. When we first started dating, Jason was making this amazing money, my husband. Um, I wasn't making as much. No big deal. Um, and he decided to quit his job one day because he'd had it with his boss. He was living in New York. I was living in Chicago. And he's like, oh, my God, I just quit my job. He needed to because it was destroying him emotionally. And I'm like, you have to quit. He finally quit, and then all of a sudden reality sunk in, like, oh, my God, I just quit my job. Now what? And I said, babe, move to Chicago. Live with me. I don't have you forever, but I got you. For a minute until you can figure it you out. You said that? I didn't I know did. that story. I did. And That's he's sweet. like, oh, my God, thank you so much. But if it would have gone on for years, I, there would be resentment. There would be a certain feeling. And I feel like in most relationships, there is a little bit of an imbalance. Sometimes um, the mom is stay-at-home mom and the husband's away at work. And we feel a certain type of way. We yeah. have to ask for allowance money or something. You yeah. know, and, and that's why I asked you that. But let's think for a second. Let's say even if you made now 10 times the money mm-hmm. and like you guys go shopping for shoes or something. I know you like you both like mm-hmm. shoes. Mm-hmm. Because you make 10 times the money, could you take from him any remark on th- those shoes are too expensive? We should... Or because I earned the money. For a second, in, imagine. If he said, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're spending that much on yes, shoes. But you made 10 times what he makes. Mm, maybe in the back of my mind, I would be like, listen, who are you to tell me how much to spend on shoes? But it's, I think it all depends on how the people treat you about it. I think if there's nothing said and everything's cool, then yes. But if he were to start questioning every dime, it's supposed to be our money, though, when you're married. When you're in a relationship and you're not married, it's different. I think if you're married and you have that belief that our money is our money, no matter if everybody's, you know, if one person's making everything, nobody's, you know, the other person isn't making anything, yeah, it's yeah. still all our money. Mm-hmm. That has to be the understanding, and we'll figure it out together. Every every time we spend, every time we save, we do it together. I, I agree, but I would think it's the equilibrium that keeps also that balance healthy. Okay, well, I want to ask about, in your relationships, I know you're very successful. Mm-hmm. I want to know how this goes with you, because there's very few women that could tip the scales in the other direction when it comes to you. So how has this affected you? And I also want to get to the phones and talk to our listeners about that too. 855-905-8255 when we come back on The Rendezvous. 
Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So we've been talking about money in relationships. Yes. Money is the root of all evil. Money causes problems. You were asking how my husband and I worked out our money stuff. We worked it out very early, but we do make pretty equal money. Yeah, yeah. And Simon, I was saying to you, you know, you've been very successful in your life. You're a successful businessman. If you and I were dating today, there would be a big imbalance. Uh Uh, You have had greater success. So how does that work for you? When you're dating women, do you feel any sort of type of way about money spending? Does it come up at all? And, um, the difficult part I have faced is that um, it, it's not never the money spending of going to buy a pair of shoes unless I see there's an abuse. It's the fact that uh, without the equilibrium of somebody who, who you know, make almost the same than I do like you and your husband – um, to make the, 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 the money conversation cool is very difficult. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult because whoever I'm with, if she makes way less, then feels you know a bit uncomfortable to ask for anything. Right. At the same time, I have a vision of what's fair, what's not. And, right. And so because... You're very generous. Yes. However, you don't want to be taken reasonable. advantage of. No, and, and it's known. I mean, you know, there's some people who uh, are very spending on everything. I'm not like that. I'm very reasonable. So I think if people would want to go out with me and maybe think, you know, with Simon, his lifestyle should be more extravagant than the lifestyle the I have. The the limit. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not like that. I mean, you know, we, we laugh, you know. So, so I like the normalcy of a lifestyle. I think some people, because of my success, may look at me and say, oh, if I go out with Simon, I'll have this extravagant lifestyle. So, By nature, you're not an extravagant person. No. There are people I'm, with money that, or there are people with no money that live very extravagant, you know? Exactly. Beyond their and means. I don't like the bling, and I don't like the flash at all. So I think it's just a respect thing all the way yeah, around. Yeah. Respect what you have and budget for what you don't and keep that line of communication open, right? Yes, and stay away from envy from other people. And, so be discreet. Yes, be discreet. I like that. Okay, Simon, when we come back, yeah. there are people that want to talk about their money issues mm-hmm. and their relationship. 855-905-8255. Let's take some calls next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about the money mm-hmm. in the relationship, which we all know. Is the number one factor of problem. Exactly. Number one before Num- cheating. The money issue. If there's a big imbalance, if mm-hmm. one person makes a ton of money and maybe the other person isn't working, let's go to the phone. People want to talk about it. 855-905-8255. Right now we have uh, from Hudson Valley, New York, listening on 98.5 The Cat. This is Vince. Hey, Vince. How's it going? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Good. How are you? Hi, Vince. Awesome. So you have something to say about the money imbalance in a relationship are you experiencing this i have a huge money imbalance in mind uh which was really fun in the beginning Uh, my wife makes i don't know probably 10 12 times more than me and i used to joke about it with my buddies like Um, you got a sugar mama yeah i I find (laughs) that i I feel like i have to you know ask her permission to make large expenditures it makes it very weird um and she makes little jokes you know from time to time like she makes little quips you know, that's I, what it is. Trouble. So yeah, she makes was... you feel inadequate and she gives the digs. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's the difference. Early on, I'm sure she wasn't giving you crap and giving you digs. And now she is. So, yeah. Simon, what do you say about that? Well, I mean, Vince, the thing is, I mean, loving is sharing. 
so th- she can't control you or castrate you. I, and that's why I'm using this tough word because <laughs> the, the fact that she has money doesn't give her a huge manhood, if you get my drift. You have yeah. to speak up. You have to speak up mm-hmm. at the right time mm-hmm. and no unspoken. Unspoken is yeah. what you don't say. Yeah. Well, well, it's actually, it's weird. Um, I, I, I try to make up for it in the bedroom. That's nice on your part, but who knows how she's feeling too? You know, she might be resenting you in a way. You know, she might be like, "Well, I'm making all this money and you're not making any," and she's got a certain attitude about it. Listen to Angie. I think she said something very, very smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need to talk about it. I mean, and and you don't have to make up for this in the bedroom. Yeah, this is, you're resenting this, each other. It, it seems like it's not cool on either side. And Vince, I'm so glad you called to share your story. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for listening to the Rendezvous. Yeah, thanks, Vince. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. Good mm-hmm. luck to you. Okay, more when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. We are talking love, dating, romance in these ooh-la-la studios. Mm-hmm. And welcome again for the first night, our new affiliate, 100.3 WNIC in Detroit. Thank you for checking us out tonight. So, Simon. Yes. Uh, have you ever gotten back together with an ex? Plenty of times, Angie. Plenty. I must admit. Of times. Plenty of times. Okay. I'm very curious because, Simon, you you are a French romance expert. You're a very mm-hmm. confident man. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you're you know, not the type of man that would sit around long to wait for somebody to come along. So I'm curious as to why you have gotten back with exes before. What has your Have there been various different reasons or is there always the same thing? It's because... Most of the time, I miss her too much. You miss her. I miss her too much. And then we break up. I miss her too much. Or she misses me. We both miss each other. And I believe in second chance. So I don't mind going back with an ex Mm -hmm. and going to to the very end to the possibilities of making it work together. I'm not rigid. I'm, I'm flexible. Okay. So, for instance, sometimes, you know, like you're just the company. Sometimes it's... So you're lonely? Yeah, you get lonely. Do you think that that's a reason that you've gotten back with exes? You've been lonely? Oh, absolutely. And you miss the company? Absolutely. Okay. That's one of the reasons. Can I tell you something? Yeah. That's the number one wrong reason to get back with your ex. Really? Yes. Wow. Give me some other reasons that you can think of. Another reason, well, is is the fact that um, we do things together and not just in the ooh-la-la. For instance, there was this girlfriend I played ping-pong with. So I went back with her because we do things together. Uh-huh. So I miss doing those things. And, you know, it's in the same line of loneliness, but it's just like a habit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I don't want to break the habit. So right. I it's said, a habit. Yeah. It's a habit. So two weeks later, I said, hey, uh, what about let's go play ping pong? It's, don't you feel like it's easy when you have broken up with somebody or they broke up with you to think about all the good things? Because that's, I think, a lot of times when you reconcile with an ex, you romanticize it a little bit too much and you forget all the bad things that they did or that was toxic between the two of you. And then you get back together. It's good for about a week, maybe two weeks. And you're like, oh, man, it's that same feeling all over again. Like, why am I here again? Nothing's changed, really. That's true. But but sometimes it takes to go back to your ex two, three, four, five times, ten times until you realize... It's the end. Okay, so let me tell you, there are good reasons and bad reasons to get back with your ox, because it's not always a bad thing to get back together. No. So let's start with the good things. Here's Mm -hmm. some of the right reasons for getting back together. You are genuinely in love with your ex, Mm. and they are genuinely in love with you. I think people confuse addiction, 
uh, codependency, things like that with love, and that's not real. So if you really are, then yes. Okay. You understand what the core problems in the relationship were, Mm -hmm. and you believe you've both fixed them. Okay, so... This is a big one because a lot of times people get back together because they're lonely, Mm -hmm. because it's an addiction, but they didn't really fix what the real problem was. It's still there. It's always going to be there. That's why it's great for the first couple weeks because you're back in the bed and the ooh la la (laughs) and you're playing ping pong again. And then a week later, you're like, oh, man. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Back to reality. Back to reality. But but love is a true force. It's the, the, the biggest force of nature. But you have to make sure it's really love. Is it really love? That's true. And that's the number one thing you have to be sure of. Okay, number three. Yes. Your breakup was impulsive. It was too fast. You did it out of rashness. Maybe you had a fight and you made a rash, harsh decision. Yeah. You didn't really think it through. Sometimes yeah. you get back together, you're like, wait a minute. I didn't really want that. I was just really angry or, you know, not thinking that's straight. That's true. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, number four. It's been several months or years since you've dated and you've both matured considerably. I'm a big believer in timing being everything. And I think sometimes you meet each other at the wrong time, Mm -hmm. but maybe you grow a little, you move on, you learn new things, you have other relationships. Then you get back together with this new knowledge and this new maturity and whoa, this is what it's supposed to be like. Absolutely. Okay. Timing huge. Yeah. And then the number fifth reason, the last one that it's okay and it's good to get back together You each agree neither of you worked hard enough to save it the first time, but you're willing to go that extra mile, including getting couples counseling or some professional help. I like that. And you really want to give it a real shot. I like that. Okay? So, unless there's something really abusive, I think that's a good one. Absolutely. Now, you got to tell us all the wrong reasons now. No, you want the wrong reasons. No, I told we... you you had the number one wrong one, the being lonely. But let's talk about the – but I think that's what everybody does. They're yeah. lonely. Yeah. And they're afraid of being alone forever. So let's talk about that. Okay. All the wrong reasons next yeah. on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're going to take calls on this subject, 855-905-8255. The subject is the right and the wrong reasons to get back with an ex. We've all done it. We've all recycled a a relationship like, oh, let me try again. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's for the right reason. Sometimes it's for the wrong. I just went down the right ones. If you missed it, you can hear it back at simonandangie.com. But let's do the wrong ones. Mm -hmm. Number one, and Simon, this is what you said you've done. I've done it myself as Mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. You're afraid of being alone. A fear of loneliness, never a reason to get back with an ex, but it's always the number one reason. Man, I've been there, and I'll admit it. Yeah, we all all have. Number two, neither of you has worked out your issues and neither of you is willing to work on them. You just assume the second time around it's going to be fine. Yes. Unless you get to the root of the problem, it never is. Uh, Number three, you want to date your ex only until something better comes along. I've done that one before. Me too. I'm lonely. I want to get a little ooh la la. I'll just hang out with them until something better comes along. And then we've all been there. Six Angie. months later, I'm like, why am I still here? Yeah, exactly. Uh, number four, your ex dumped you, and you only want to reconcile with them in order to get your revenge. So you want to get back with them just so you can be the one to dump them and have the upper hand. This is the most petty of all of these, but I know people do it. Absolutely. And then the last one, you're completely sure that the initial breakup wasn't your fault at all. It was the only fault, only the fault of your ex, and you need to convince them. Um, that's not a good reason. If, if, the, if everything was your fault and they told you everything was your fault, 
how are you going to be with somebody like that anyway? No matter what you do, yeah, absolutely, it's never going to be good enough. And maybe it was all your fault, but if you don't think it was, that's no. not fixing it either, right? I agree, Angie. Uh, absolutely. Well, the phone lines are blowing up because we all yeah. have been there. 855-905-8255. Let's take some calls. When we come sure. back on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So we're talking about getting back with an ex. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. it's okay to get back with an ex. Mm-hmm. There are reasons to do it, reasons not to do it that we've been discussing. So we're taking calls on that at 855-905-8255. Let's go to Waco, Texas, listening on Mix 104.7. Say hello to Ilana. Hi, Ilana. Bonjour, Ilana. Hi. Bonjour. Hey. Hello. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. Oh, my gosh. Of course. I love it. Thank hey. you. What do you have to say about getting back with an ex? Okay. Well, I myself am considering getting back with an ex, but I'm not really so sure anymore after listening. And I just feel like he was super controlling when we were together. And I know that he hasn't changed since then. So I'm very conflicted now. Well, that was one um, of the things on the list of the reasons not to get back together, Simon. If you mm-hmm. remember, it was whatever behavior broke them up. If it's still there, then you know it's going to be great for a week or two with the yeah. ooh-la-la, and then it's back to controlling, right? Yeah. Ileana, this is, Angie makes a great point. The fact that you call us and the fact you're aware, mm-hmm. you know, of the situation and the control and this and that shows maybe, you know, that what's the point of going back to him then? You seem to be pretty aware. It's in your gut. You already have that gut this feeling. This intuition. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, you're, yeah, you're right. I told, I definitely know. I know that what he's like and I know he hasn't changed and I heard what you guys said and I, it makes sense to me. So the question I have for Ileana is, do you think you just feel the same because you haven't changed yet? So the reason you may want to go back with him is because inside of you, he hasn't changed, but you haven't changed either. So that's why you have this temptation of going with him, even though hopefully you don't in this yes. case. Yes, and well, here's her chance to change that behavior in herself and not go back to someone don't like that. Don't repeat the past. There you go. Yes. Ilana, do the right thing, girl. Yeah, kiss the future. Don't repeat the past. Thanks, guys. All right, let us know what happens, okay? And we wish you the I best will. of luck. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, you, Liana. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. We're going to play, when we come back, Simon, our favorite game of date. Date or dumb. That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. That's also our email address, simonandangie.com. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's hard to call into a love, relationship, romance radio show and ask advice. We get it. So you can send us an email, and we have one here. It's time to play our favorite game, Simon. Date or, or dump. dump. This one comes to us from Brian from Baltimore, Maryland. Um, and he says, the woman I went on a date with told me she's in the process of getting divorced, but she feels like she's ready to date because she already checked out of her marriage a while ago. She's just been over it. I really like her. I'd like to see her again, but I'm not sure if it's a good idea. Should I date or dump her? Well, she's being honest. She's saying, hey, I'm going through a divorce. I'm not quite divorced yet, but do you feel like Simon, and I know people that have been like this who have been in a horrible, toxic or unloving, unfeeling marriage where it's been over for years even though they haven't got divorced yet and they're like, forget it, we're moving on, and they start that process already. Do you feel like that's okay? Or do you feel like he should back off because maybe even though she hasn't signed the papers, there might be a feeling once she signed those papers like, whoa, I'm really divorced now. 
So if you're in Brian's shoes, okay, you meet this person, you got two choices. You got to, you know, we don't have an intuition. We have an instinct, okay? Men have an instinct. Women have an, an intuition. So the reason would be to wait that she's divorced and that she's totally legally, socially, uh, publicly free. Right. That's the reason. As far as society would be concerned right. at that point, you can be more open, more free. There's no taboo. Yes. She's free and clear in every way. friends and society. She might feel free and clear herself, but this way, she would be free and clear every way, is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. So option one, you, you wait for that. Option two, the heart feels differently, the passion, the ooh-la-la, the here and now, and I'm a lot in the here and now, because who knows for the later. So you go, I trust her. Mm-hmm. I trust what she's saying. Mm-hmm. She's honest. And therefore, I'm going to give her a chance. And now, start now enjoying. So that my advice would be to trust your instinct. I was not there when she said that to you. If you feel she's telling you the truth, then give it a chance. You say date. I say date. Okay. I also say date. And here's why. I mean, yes... She's not technically divorced at this point. She's out of it. I would have to also be very assured that, I mean, how close is she? Is she is she moved out of the house? If she's still living with him, then no. It, I mean, there's a few variables here. I would want to make sure that she was moved out of the house, that she has moved on, that there's, you know, no, nothing. I don't want to see this guy showing up at my front door saying, that's my wife. What are you doing? I also want to I, make sure that, like, once she is divorced legally and those papers have signed, I feel like there's a certain loss you might go through, even though, you know, they've been separated or whatever it is. I don't know. I I feel like he should date her but tiptoe, you know, and and take her lead on it because he is not the one to judge where she is emotionally. Only she can tell him that. Hopefully she's being honest. That's all. That's why I said we were not there uh, in the conversation. We, you right. know, we're relying right. on, on this. Uh, and But, Brian, you have to, to, to really measure, and Angie's right, what she's saying is the truth. Right. And that's only him can do that. Tread lightly. So yeah, I'm assuming she's telling the truth, and she has not, you know, not any feelings for her past husband at all. They've been maybe separated, even you know, em- you know, emotionally for years. I, you know, have a tendency to trust people. Mm-hmm. If Take I'm- her word for it. I mean, what else can you do? Trust people until they give you a reason not to trust them, right? Right. You start with a hundred, and you can go to zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, I like that. Start with a hundred and go to zero when it comes to trust. Always. That's always. what I say. You know, I always give the benefit of the doubt and tr- start at a hundred. So that I would do the said, same for her. We both say date yes date good luck and bonne chance yes good luck but like i said keep one eye open keep one eye open look for the guy around the corner good luck to you brian we have more of the rendezvous when we come back Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So we just did a date or dump where uh, we were talking about Brian, who didn't know if he should continue to date a woman who's not yet divorced. She says the divorce is going to happen. It's kind of a tricky place to be. And we're taking calls on this right now. 855-905-8255. Is this playing with fire or not? Uh, Let's talk to Chase from Longmeadow, Massachusetts, who listens on Mix 93.1. Hi, Chase. Hi, Chase. Hi. Hi. We're good. How are you? Do you have some experience uh, on the dating someone who's not quite divorced yet topic? (laughs) Uh, I do. I actually met my wife while I was going through a divorce. Oh, while you were going through a divorce. Okay. Yeah. And um, so what I did basically was I just, I mean, she knew I was going through a divorce when we started dating and I just 
was upfront and honest with her. And I just like kept her like abreast of like everything that was going on every step of the way, like, you know, just to keep her involved and not, you know, I didn't want anything to be like hidden like that, you know? Yeah, I think that would be the key is to be really reassuring and like, you know, I I don't know, you were probably, I'm assuming you were not still living with your wife, you were moved out and all of that, because that would be a big thing for me. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, I was moved out. I wasn't living with her, but, you know, uh, it, that, 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 I was not living with her at all, but I just, I still wanted to be, you know, honest with her. And, Transparent, and, uh, you have to be in that yeah, situation. Yeah. That's, that's the secret, yeah. is, is I like the transparency. I mean, I think... Everybody as adults, once we know the facts right. and it's transparent, we can make the right decisions. Exactly. There's no deception. You, you can take the wise decision once you know the truth. And I'm glad that it worked out because now you guys are married and, and you're happy and everything's good, right? Yeah, no, we're very happy. And that's, uh, yeah, that's why I wanted to, to call in just to say, you know, it can work. You know, It you can work. To, yeah. Yeah. You have yep. to be honest. Yep. I like that. Thank yep. you for, for sharing that story with us. I appreciate it. And yeah. good luck to you and your wife, Chase. And thanks so much for calling up. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me on. Right on. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. More with Simon and Angie when we come back. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel, Angie our French romance expert over there. And humble servant. Oh, uh, yes, looking very dapper and all blue. Lots of people <laughs> emailed us at Simon and Angie this week, needing advice from you in particular. Okay. You give such great, kind, loving advice. This one thank comes you, to Angie. us. You're welcome. From Pam. Uh, she says, hi, bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Pam. I started dating this guy for a while. I actually have been a few months now, and I feel like my insecurities are starting to take over. We go on a date at least once a week, or we talk and text at least once a day. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Now, my issue is I've been cheated on in the past, and right before him, I was seeing someone who wasn't honest with me about his relationship status. I found out way into the relationship. How do I get through my anxieties and my insecurity when he doesn't answer a call or a text right away? I was wondering if something was wrong or something's up, but I don't want my past to screw up something that could be good right now. What do you say to her, Simon? And I think we've all been through this. Pam, first of all, thank you for, for your email and emailing us. The anxiety you have uh, can be can be fixed with, with a therapist. And um, why? Because it's always clean the past to kiss the future. And I love the way that you realize that you don't want to screw up your actual relationship yes. based on anxiety from a past relationship. We've all do. We've all been there and make the same mistake. Mm-hmm. When you feel such insecurities eating you alive, and you can't stand with doesn't answer right away. If you can't do it alone, go get help. Right. That's what therapists are here for. And don't you think she should also be honest with him? Like, hey, I went through this part of a relationship yeah. where I'm super insecure yes, and I, I like, need this from you. I like that. Mm-hmm. But, but but we don't want to impose on other people and their roses. Of course not. And so you should tell him, but you have to do the work. The on big, your own. Uh, the biggest mistake when we are in love is to expect our partner to make the the work we should do on ourselves. I agree. That's the biggest mistake. Yeah, you have to work on yourself. To to give a chance to true love. Perfect. Clean the past to kiss the future. Yes, yes. Don't make him pay for everyone else's mistakes. Absolutely. Fix it inside. Fix it inside, girl. You yes. can do this. Thank you, Pam, for writing in to us more of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie next. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hi, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. We are in the Oulala studio, hopefully helping some people tonight uh, if they need advice 
if you yeah. need advice. Yes, inspiring. Inspiring as dating, love, romance, whatever it may be. We have Simon Marcel, who is French, which mm-hmm. means that you are born with the romance gene. <laughs> I, was That's, bo- I was born in the soup of romance. You know? The romance soup. <laughs> Your romance soup. We scooped and, him up and put him on here for you. And Angie, <laughs> we have you, which is the ultimate realist beauty. Yes. Born and raised where? Uh, I was born and raised in the mean streets of Minneapolis. That doesn't get more so, real than that. So. No, I'm keeping it very real. Between the French <laughs> soup and what do they drink in, in, in Minnesota? Beer. They Be- drink beer. Well, A lot of beer. So that's you and that's me. No. <laughs> exactly. So uh, always taking your calls at 855-905-8255 and at therendezvousshow.com. Email anytime. We do have a call right now. Let's go to Kansas City, Missouri. This is Aaron on the line. Hey, Aaron. Hey, how's it going? It's going good. good. Yeah, so I just had a, you know, wanted to get you guys advice on something. Um, my girlfriend just got a job in California, and I mean, it's an awesome job. It pays a lot of money. Uh, it's a really good opportunity for her, but I just, unfortunately, I can't move with her. You know, I have a great job here. Uh, my family's here, so it's not even an option uh, I can entertain. Um, but we talked about it. She said she doesn't want to break up with me. And she says she'll stay if I ask her to stay. But I don't want her to resent me if she passes on this job. I just feel like it's going to create problems. So I was wondering what you thought I should do. I mean, that's a key question. Um, I have a few questions of my own before we can answer. Do you see a future with her? Do you think you guys are going to get married? Do you think you're going to create a family? What do you wish for? I mean, before all this job stuff, yeah, I felt like, you know, I do love her. I, you know, I wasn't really thinking down the line. This is kind of making us both think down the line. Um, I try and live in the moment, but I mean, yeah, I, I could see myself with her. But do, you I don't could know see if yourself? the compatibility thing. Right. Wait a minute. Do you could just see yourself, or with all your heart and all your soul, you said this is the one for me? Ah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> he's like, that's pretty heavy. Yeah, those are the, those are the questions you have to ask yourself, though. You got to get real honest. Well, I, I think I, you can be with multiple people, you know? I don't think there's a soulmate. I think that, you know... Okay, so, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> All right, so, okay, now you answered my question. So, uh, you can let her go. Here's why. If you were crazy in love with her, if she was the center of the universe, you would not answer that. I'm not judging. I'm just saying right. what you just said shows Angie and I that she's, she, she's not your number one priority. You can mm-hmm. date other people. You can do this, which is okay. I think in this case, since you don't think for you she's the love of your life and it's not for sure, why don't you let her go and see how things go? If it's meant to be, it's going to happen. Right. So I'm confident that you know you should let her go, take this opportunity, and be honest. Yeah, everybody has the right to say it's maybe you know it's great now, but I don't see it forever. Angie, what do you say? I, well, I agree with you, Simon. I mean, obviously, you can't ask her to stay. You just can't because even if she does stay for you and you guys work it out and everything's great on the surface, there's there's going to be resentment, I think, down the line. It's happened to me. I've had a guy ask me not to move that I was dating um, when I wanted to take a, a career opportunity. I took the career opportunity. He ended up sleeping with one of my friends back home after I left, so clearly I did the right thing. Wow. But he he didn't want me to go, and I'm glad I did. It was It was the best thing. Uh, I could have done for myself, but you can't ask her not to go. I don't know what sort of job you have, but everybody can relocate and figure it out as they go along. As long as there's not, you know, kids that are that are tying you to where you live or or some other um, reason like that. But yeah, you you have to let her go. 
And yes, and he's not crazy in love with her. That, no. That, so, I mean, he should not take away from her this opportunity. Right. And then see how it goes. I agree with you, Angie. You yeah, have to I be mean, honest, Aaron. I, I, I think I love her, but like, I have to, yeah, if she's talking about it, it's not like, I, I think I'll be okay with her leaving. Like, I'll find a way to, to keep going on, so maybe I should. Yeah. yeah I, if I you say, I think it. I love her, then you don't really love her. <laughs> That's it. I mean, it's just. We, Either you feel it or yes, you don't. Yes, exactly. You probably really like her. You know, you probably have fun together, but if you're in love, you know you're in love, and you're like, I can't be away from you. I'm coming with you. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's conquer the world together. So I think you you have your answer within your heart of hearts. You just have to be honest with yourself, like Simon said. And with her. Yeah, I think I think you guys are right. Thank you so much. Um, it's going to be a tough come. one. <laughs> I'm sure that's not an easy conversation, but... But it's an important one. Yes. So All right. good, well, good luck to you. Thank you so much. And be strong. Yes. Good luck, Aaron. If you have a question. Yes, you're welcome. If you have a question for The Rendezvous, 855-905-8255. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We had a great show tonight in the Ooh La La studio. Simon, Mm -hmm. if you missed any of it, check it all out on our podcast, simonandangie.com. We talked about money in relationships. Come on. We all fight about it. Yes. It's the number one cause of arguments. Uh, Big discussion about that. Also, the wrong and right reasons to get back together with your ex. Sometimes it's okay, but there's a lot of work involved. Yeah. And then during our Bonjour Simon email, we had a question. It all had to do with trust, and I loved what you said about trusting someone in a relationship. Thanks, Angie. Yeah, and I said, and I've learned it from my lovely parents who've been married for 50 years, when it comes to trust, start with 100%, and then you can go to zero. You can go to zero by by losing someone's exactly. trust. Exactly. But always walk in trusting someone yes, start, in a relationship. Yeah, exactly. Because I think if you trust the other person, you can trust yourself also. Right. It's not like, you know... So, so give it 100% of chance right. to succeed. Right. You know, that's how I trust see it. Trust them until they give you a reason not, not to. to trust them. And don't bring the baggage that you have from your trust issues, the last relationship, into your new one. If I may, it's like a mother who would look at a born, newborn and say, you know, I'm going to love him over time instead of loving him from the first you, second she sees the newborn. C'est magnifique. Merci. C'est magnifique. <laughs> but that's that how I awesome. see it. I love that. You You're know? a thousand percent right. You just... Go in, jump in with both feet. I mean, absolutely, absolutely. Don't be afraid to love the moment you choose to. Love all the way. I love it, Simon. Thank, thank you, you so much. And thank you again, WNIC 100.3 in Detroit. Detroit, yes. Bonjour. All our new affiliate and all our new listeners in Detroit. Thank you so much for being with us. And please check us out again tomorrow on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.